brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Welcome back to Paranormal. <laughs> it has been several minutes. Super excited to be back. Wanted to quickly thank everyone for their patience, for their understanding. I've been through a lot the last couple months, more than I think I've ever been in my, through in my life. And I just, thanks for like being patient and thanks for like still giving a shit, even though I haven't posted an episode in a long time. Cause I got a bunch of messages from people who were super excited that we're back now, super important information that I'm going to <laughs> send out immediately is that I have an official co-host who is going to be doing this with me. Please welcome Nicolina to my podcast. <laughs> Hi. Hi. What do I? Adele. Hello. How's it going? Good. Uh, Is this a good radio voice? I think you're doing great. Okay. Thanks. I think it's great. Um, Nicolina and I have been friends since the ninth grade. I think you were in my first period science class, like the first year of grade nine. Was that it? I feel like we were in the Mrs. Corbaccio. Yeah, we were in that. I don't remember Miss Lacentra. Oh, I just imagined you. In my class. We were definitely in Miss Antosics. That was like at the very end of No, the... no, no, no. Never with her. Creative writing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah. was late to that every day, so I don't Well, yeah, because she was like, get breakfast. I don't care if you guys are late. And we're like, we're going to go smoke. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, but no, we've been friends since like the ninth grade. We're not far away from that now. And <laughs> so I thought you were going to say the 90s at first. And I was like, the, the 90s. It was wow. close to it. It was very close by year. But it wasn't the 90s, no, it okay? The it wasn't. <laughs> Don't age us. Um, and yeah, we're going to do this. We're, we're, I have an actual co-host who's going to be doing this <laughs> with me now, which is great news. So Welcome. Thank you. And I hope great every- to be here. Go- I'm glad. Okay. And I hope everyone's nice to you. You guys better be fucking nice yeah, to be her. Be nice to me. It's be, my first podcast. Be nice okay? to my friends. Am I allowed to say fuck? Because I'm gonna. Oh, we swear a lot on okay, this podcast. Okay, cool. Because I was. It doesn't make me feel ladylike, and I've been trying to cut back a lot because I feel like people think that you're like not intelligent and you swear a lot. No studies show that you are then, more. Aren't no you? studies show like yes, but studies show that people perceive you as being less, less intelligent, intelligent if you swear a lot. Well, they can suck a bag of dicks. So they can fucking suck a huge <laughs> bag of dicks. <laughs> fucking suck all the fucking dicks in the world. Fantastic. Okay. Um, okay. Back to business. I have like a list of things that we have to go through because 
I've been away for so long. So also you, right. You taking a mental health break is not being a slacker. And I feel like it is important for us to know that. (laughs) Um, So as many of you probably noticed at the very beginning of the episode, there was a different theme song. That's because this theme song was written for us, just for us. That's right. It was written by one of our listeners who I actually reached out to because he's a very talented musician. His name is Aaron. Um, And so I'm just going to give him a quick shout out. Thank you, Aaron, for making our um, theme song for us. I also wanted to let you guys know that you can watch Aaron's videos on YouTube. It's youtube.com slash big Aaron 84. And are you laughing at me? Because I said youtube.com slash. I know. I'm like, I don't fucking know how this works. (laughs) I am old. Or you can find him on Twitch. It's Twitch TV or Twitch dot whatever. It's on fucking Twitch. (laughs) Big underscore a underscore a R O N 84. YouTube is Big Aaron 84. Before you told that part, Mm -hmm. I was going to literally say thanks, Big A. No way. Yeah. And I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's fucking He's like a really nice, he's super nice. He's probably one of the first people who ever reached out to me about my podcast. And I've seen him play, like I've seen his music, like I've watched his videos before Mm -hmm. and he was really good. So I reached out to him and I was like, hey man, like, I'm not a big time podcast. Like I make zero dollars off of this thing. Right. And um, would you be interested in doing that? And he was like, no problem. And like super nice nice because he didn't have to do that at all. He could have been like, pay me, bitch. Thanks, big guy. You know what I mean? Like such a, like that was really nice of him to do. And we obviously appreciate it. Next uh, item of business that we are going to talk about is another podcast that I'm loving and that I want to give like a gigantic shout out to, uh, to the Fear and Fame podcast hosted by Jules and Mallory. Jules and I have become really good friends through my podcast. You guys have actually heard her story that she submitted to the podcast on one of my episodes. And uh, she and her friend Mallory started their own podcast. It's really good. I love it. Like every time I listen to it, I'm like cackle laughing. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to give a huge shout out to them because Jules has been a really big support, uh, not only to my podcast, but also just like as a support system, she's been lovely. And I promise I'm going to go to Denver to visit them (laughs) soon. Now, next item, Spotify. Mm -hmm. We're going to be on Spotify soon. I've kind of started the process of getting us there. So by the time this airs, airs we'll be on you Spotify. guys will be able to find us on Spotify as well as iTunes. And going back to what I said when I said that Aaron gave us music for free because we make no money off of this podcast and um, I can't afford to give him any money because I'm poor, we started a Patreon. So it would be real cool if anyone who wants to donate to the podcast wants to donate that'd be sick um super nice it's yeah it's grateful 
I tried to find us by like going to Patreon and searching paranormal, paranormal podcast, <laughs> blah, no, blah, blah. There, no, like it just doesn't come up in like the first couple pages, right? So I'm like, fuck, like, fuck, there's. They really don't want us to make it. They don't want us to make any money. So I am going to tell you, you're going to die. <laughs> I am going to tell you to go to HTTPS colon. kidding. Do it. Are you dying? Go to patreon.com slash paranormal pod. You will find our page. You can donate in whatever denomination you feel is appropriate for this fucking quality content that we mm-hmm. are bringing you. Yeah. <laughs> Do we take all currencies, pesos? We fucking take anything. I will take a... Not, no, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that I'll one. take an Evian, but I'm not going to give you a BJ for it. Oh. And don't you get it? The fire, you know, that whole thing. Come on, you guys know. I'm so funny. Like, that's a not even an overdone joke yet. So. <laughs> and that's, that's it. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> quit the podcast. Do you know how long it t- took me to find <laughs> you? <laughs> Okay. All of the thousands okay, of people okay. I asked already before this you. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> JK. Okay, so we have a Patreon. You can find us there. Patreon.com slash paranormal pod. Donate to us so that I can fucking pay Aaron for his <laughs> Just so we can pay Aaron. Last thing before, last item of fucking house cleaning. Social media. Guys, I finally got social media for the podcast. I felt it was necessary now that there are two of us doing this to have that. You can find us on Instagram. It is at paranormal pod. Twitter is a bit different. It's at paranormal pod underscore, right? Yeah. And that's it. That's Some fucking whack it. whack job already has the freaking account. Some fucking account. whack job. Some fucking hand job already has paranormal pod. And I'm pissed about it. Yeah, frankly. Quite f- Quite Frankie Muniz. I am yeah. pissed. I'm pretty sure it says not selling this account either. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> so paranormal I'm pod not better suck at fucking dick. selling this account yeah. to you, Marie. Yeah. What a dick. They saw us coming. They fucking saw us coming. What a cuck. All right. <laughs> Let's get into nothing wrong with cucks if you're a cuckold i'm just saying all right all right you guys uh getting into it now we're gonna start our podcasts with like a little bit of like i think it's a fun little icebreaker for us yeah nicolina and i talk about our astrology horoscope shit a lot so we're gonna read our horoscopes for the day and then you're gonna tell I'm excited. me, yeah. And you're gonna tell me if this was correct. Uh huh. Do you want me to read yours? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Leo. Okay. Today you will Leo. Just in case you didn't know <laughs> that that's what you fucking are. Thanks, thanks. You August for the bitch. for the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking you fucking almost Virgo bitch. <laughs> yeah, pretty close. But no. Leo, today you will be like a... Oh my god, I already know it's bad. It's already not true. Leo, today you will be like a good luck charm to your family and friends. Okay. It's up to you. It's up to you to motivate people 
to get going and have fun together. Uh. Show them your enthusiasm for life. Okay. Anyone would be extremely lucky to cross your path today. Your world is full of joy, creativity, and laughter. You are a real inspiration to the people around you. Did that ring true for your Okay, well, today? I bought coffee for like 10 people today. Okay, okay, okay. That's so, really nice. So, I mean, nice. that's nice. And I was and it's and roll up the rim. It's roll up the rim. So, so I wanted them all to win something. No one won. So, Damn. that shit's a crock. Unless somebody lied and they were like, I want a fucking car. Yeah. And they no, I know. <laughs> I want a I, Honda Civic. I actually went over to Sick. all their desks and took their cups and I was like, did you win, you motherfucker? Listen, you motherfucker. Listen, roll that up right now. I don't care you if it's won, not empty. You won. splitting it. No. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, I did that. So I guess, like, yeah. And then um, what else did I do that was, like, heartwarming and, like, fun? <laughs> or how were you a good luck charm to people today? Well, you brought them coffee. I brought them coffee, but they didn't win. So then I wasn't good luck. Did you show them? I gave the girl at Tim Hortons $2.75 as a tip. Okay, that's a good luck charm. Um, so you motivated them and... You got them to get going and have fun together with your roll up the rim. Yeah. Did you show them your enthusiasm for life today? <laughs> um, well, Just today wonder, I was right? in excruciating pain for the majority of the day <laughs> because of my moon man. <laughs> um, okay. So I wasn't really that fine enthusiastic, but... Um, was your world full of joy, creativity, and laughter? Well, it's full of laughter and creativity. No, I You're cried all the way home, to be honest. So oh, <laughs> I do that sometimes. Yeah, it was just like it needed to happen. And I feel like I haven't cried in a really long time. And I was oh. like, I just got to let it all out, man. Oh, yeah. What music did you listen to? What'd you put on? Julia Michaels' new EP? I think there was something. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. What a like time. The no, closing you know song what? on that EP. So you know what? right in the field. It was a sad time. one. That It was a sad one. Yeah. Um. I think it was actually Ariana Grande Ghostin. Just going to ask you if you listened to the new Ariana album. It was Ghostin by today. Ariana Grande. Um, yeah, that one hurts. Made eh? me broke, break, break down. It gets you. Yeah. It'll get you. I broke down. God damn. Well, so anyway. That's okay. But you know what? You're so night. Some, oh. You're being creative. Yep. We've been laughing a lot. Yeah. At Katie, mostly your roommate. <laughs> Fucking dick. <laughs> I was going to say something much worse, but I hope that. God, please stop. <laughs> what did I call her earlier? You oh, shithead? Yeah, I said you shithead. Yeah, I Thanks for nothing, you shithead. She's the fucking best. Okay, uh, that's it. That's my horoscope. Uh, okay, what's yours? Um, have you read yours yet? Or is this I haven't. Be- this oh, is it's going to be a surprise. Okay, like it's it. It's going to be good. Oh. <laughs> this is amazing okay i okay. can't wait i can't wait you may be courting your lover today gemini probably not <laughs> whether you're in a relationship or starting one you're in the mood to seduce your partner with a touch of sophistication oh my god it's time to add to your natural charm a seductive new scent attractive outfit or new haircut Sometimes changing your appearance makes deeper personality changes than you expect. Definitely didn't happen today. Um, not. No. What do you mean you're not seducing me right now? I didn't know. <laughs> nor did I seduce my friend that came over earlier. Um, and 
Uh, what else did it say? Sophistication? Something? Um, with Let's a touch of sophistication. Point. Okay. We watched, so, we watched Celeste and Jesse forever, so no. I mean, that's Was kind it? of a sophisticated movie. I don't think it's the most sophisticated <laughs> movie, but it is a good movie. Okay. <laughs> Were you attempting to seduce with it? No, because it, we it's really deprived. <laughs> okay. So... Well, so definitely not. But Can you, you were, imagine? Okay, yeah, okay. Um, it's time to add to your natural charm a seductive new scent. Did you wear a new scent today? I did wear a new perfume that Whoa. I don't usually wear. Whoa. I did. <laughs> I did. I changed up my perfume. Shut I've been the wearing. Front door. Yep. I've been wearing Victoria's Secret Heavenly Summer, and I switched it up today for one called El de Lolita. Wow. Yeah. So they they That's got kind it. Of eerie, man. Spot on. <laughs> Did you wear an attractive new outfit? This is what I wore, so I'm going to say no. Okay. I'm in yoga pants and a hoodie, so I no. Mean, you don't have a new haircut. Definitely not. No. I did dye it, but not today, like a few days ago. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Okay, well, all right. That doesn't count because it didn't happen today. This is my today. So month, your change so. of appearance was really in the new scent that you uh, brought to the table. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, pheromones, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, wasn't wasn't looking to seduce anyone today. Clearly, by my outfit, you can assume that. Yeah. Well, and my movie choice, which was no. quite depressing. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the only thing was the perfume, which I changed up today. Right. Just because I hadn't worn but it. But it, it says it's time to add to your natural charm. So. I mean, yeah. At least we know I have natural charm. Yeah, well, because we they said that. so. I know. <laughs> <laughs> this computer's really happy. Let me take that back. For okay. You. So okay. Great. That was that great. was it. Cutie. I love that. That was fun. I like that. I like that. We're gonna. I think we're gonna start every show with that now because I enjoy it. Um. All right. So let's get into my story. I guess I'm gonna go first because you're new. Mm -hmm. Uh, you're a fucking noob. I'm a noob. So I'm going to tell <laughs> And I'm winging stories. mine, so. And you're what? You're winging yours? Yeah, I didn't write it down. Uh, yeah, that's true. But I'm really excited because um, yours is a personal story. Yeah. Actually, before I. Write from the heart. Before I read mine for um, today, uh, I was going to say 
I was going to tell, okay, so sorry. I have posted on my Twitter mm-hmm. uh, a couple things that have happened to me lately and a bunch of like my, I call them my paranormies, oh, my people who okay, listen to me okay. religiously. That's cute. Um, I know, they're so cute. Yeah. Um, well, I like it. Uh, that a few things that had happened, like when they happened, because I'm not doing the podcast, so I'm not like, oh, fucking save that for the podcast. Right. Like I was tweeting them. Yeah. And they were getting excited about them, so I'm just going to go over three like really weird things that happened so the one day I was in bed I was sleeping and um or no I was awake like I was like I was definitely awake because I was looking at my phone and uh I heard someone go hey and I said what and then there no like no one answered and I rolled over like expecting did Steven. you think someone was saying something to you like did you they just went hey like you assumed it was Steven yeah, yeah. and so I was like what and then nothing. So I rolled over because I was like, what the fuck? And he wasn't in bed. I was by myself. Oh, that's creeps. Yeah. And then the next thing that happened was the ass slap ghost right. who almost smacked my ass. I was lying in bed and just out of nowhere, I was awake again, scrolling through my phone and out of nowhere, it felt like a hand smacked the bed like the mattress yep. right next to my ass. Like I felt the indentation of the mattress. Like I heard the thwack of the mattress. Like, and I was just like, did you think someone was there at fuck. that time? Or did you no, know? Because no. I, Steven was sleeping in the basement. So okay. I, I knew I was alone and right. I was like, what the fuck? Like what the fuck? Then, um, Oh, then another time I was, I was, I woke up, it was early in the morning and I woke up and again, I was scrolling through my phone and I heard someone in my ear go "Ah," like that. Yeah. Like a weird breath. Like it was weird. And I was just like, Jesus fucking Christ. Then last night, cause you, you think your place is haunted. Yeah, I, I and like I've always assumed it was my grandfather because right. he lived there for forever and like, sure. And I'm never, Did I'm never scared, uh, right? <laughs> I'm never scared. I'm never like, if it's him, I'm not scared. Sure, but there has been things that there have been things that have happened where I'm like, that's fucking scary. Like, yeah, knock it's not off, your grandfather. Stop, like, fuck yeah. off, right? So last night I'm sleeping. I'm in a dead sleep, sleeping, okay. and. All of a sudden, the bedroom door swings open. Steven barges into the room. Oh, okay. And it's he, actually Steven. Yeah. And he goes, were you just singing? <gasps> and I was like, no. Like, I'm I'm literally sleeping. Like, I'm sleeping. I'm not a sleep singer. Like, I was sleeping. And he's like, I was just downstairs. He has this oh my room God. in the basement where, like, he has, like, aquariums set up because he keeps fish in them. Okay. I love your fix right now. <laughs> he's in this room. And so, okay. Also, this room used to be a dark room. So my aunt was a photographer. Okay. And she used to develop these pictures in her dark room downstairs. So it was like an old, it's this old room that nobody would ever know was there unless I physically, because it's literally a room you have to walk through like three different two rooms to get to this room. And it's only accessible like via these two rooms. Like you can't fucking get to it. Okay. So um, you go like through my laundry room, through the storage room, and then there's a door that leads into right. the old dark room. Okay. So he's in there and he said he was in there. He was just like 
uh, cleaning his filters oh. and he heard a woman start like <gasps> singing like almost like the little mermaid like ah. Ah. I was gonna yeah. say were the fish fucking singing like what oh my god I didn't even think of that it's so funny little mermaid yeah <laughs> um, yeah and he said that he heard a woman singing and he was like what, what, what I thought it was you because my bedroom is right above that room oh, oh. and I was like no it wasn't me Good night, creeps. Get out. Like, yeah. Get out of here. I'm going now to bed. Now that I'm sufficiently fucking Yeah, now that I'm out. fucking scared, but yeah. at least I got my dog. So, like, true, whatever. True, true, But true. still, it was fucking scary. And that Sounds was it. Like, Those were like the it. couple stories that happened at my house lately. So, my story for this week is the Dybbuk box, which I don't know. The Dybbuk? Is that what it's called? Dybbuk? I don't know. Dybbuk? <laughs> It's spelled D-Y-B-B-U-K. I'm pretty sure it's Dybbuk box. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. Whatever. Let us know. Let us know. Are we wrong? Oh, we have an email. I didn't tell them that. I've always just used my personal email. We also have an email. Let us know. Um, Anyways. So it's paranormalpod at gmail.com. Okay, so the term Dybbuk box was first created by Kevin Manis, and he used it to describe a wine cabinet in the item information for an eBay auction. So this is the first time this has ever popped up. Manis was a writer, and he was a creative professional by trade. He did own a small antiques and furniture, uh, furniture refinishing business in Portland at the time. And according to his story, he bought this box at an estate sale in 2001, Love it. So this sales. is a uh, right. So this is recent. I know, but it's like how many haunted objects are no, you picking for sure. up? Um, because usually why is there an estate sale? Fucking um so this box or this wine cabinet or whatever had belonged to a survivor of the Holocaust in German occupied oh. Poland named Havile, who escaped to Spain and purchased it there before her immigration to the United States. And her granddaughter told this guy, Kevin Manis, that the box had been purchased in Spain after the Holocaust. Uh, When he heard that the box was a family heirloom, he actually offered to give it back to them. And uh, the granddaughter insisted that he take it. And she literally said, we don't want it. Oh, Um, She told him that the box had been kept in her grandmother's sewing room and was never opened because a Dybbuk was said to live inside of it. Um. And so a Dybbuk is apparently, I thought that I had put this in here, but it's like, uh, it's a spirit who haunts like an item or a person. Uh, And I believe that it's like a Jewish word. Right. It's Jewish mythology. Yes. Malicious, possessing spirit. Yes. Thank you. Believed to be the dislocated soul of a dead person. Okay. There it is. See? Yeah. So so when uh, this guy opened the box, he actually wrote down uh, what he found inside of it. And what he found inside were two pennies from the 1920s, a lock of blonde hair bound with a cord, a lock of black and brown hair bound with a cord, a small statue engraved uh, with the Hebrew word shalom, a small golden wine goblet, one dried rosebud, and a single, this one creeps me out the most for some reason, more than the hair, a single <laughs> a single candle holder with four octopus-shaped legs. That's pretty creepy. Right? Yeah. Who keeps that? Mm-hmm. Numerous owners of the box have reported that strange phenomena accompany it. 
In his story, uh, Manus wrote that he experienced a series of horrific nightmares shared with other people while they were in possession of the box or when they stayed at his home while he had it. So I guess he had sold this box on eBay Mm -hmm. and some of the people that had it were having awful nightmares and he would have the same ones like at the same time. Or when people were staying at his home when the box was there, they would have the same nightmares. Okay. His mother suffered a stroke on the same day that he gave her the box as a birthday present. Whoa. Rude. So fucking rude. So rude. It's my birthday present. Yeah, that's so... Why would he give her the box, though, Why? if he knew that she w- it was all fucked up? I don't know. Like, your mom... I don't know if that happened after or before. Like, maybe that was the yeah. first incident. I don't know. Every owner of the box has reported that... <laughs> this is the best. Every owner of the box has reported that smells of cat urine or jasmine flowers and nightmares involving an old hag accompany the box. Those are weird things that people don't just think about either. Right? Like, like on their own. Oh, it's... And, and also, like, yeah... If somebody was like, oh, it had like a floral smell, but they were like, it was the distinct smell of jasmine. Yeah. Or it was the distinct smell of cat piss. Like that's, and let me tell you, that is a distinct (laughs) smell. Very distinct, yeah. And I don't ever dream of those things without being provoked, so. Uh, (laughs) I frequently have dreams of cat piss and jasmine. Without being provoked. That's a very common thing i talk i look it up in my dream journal all the time (laughs) day 97 dreamt about cat piss day 97 like on earth of the year like what do you mean no like on this island the 97th day in a row of dreaming about cat piss I have since had 97 You're like shivering in a corner. I've since had 97 dreams involving cat urine. What does this mean? I I must get the tarot cards from mother. Fuck. Okay. Okay. Then a student at Truman State University named Yosef Nitsky... Uh, was the last person to auction the box on eBay. He claimed that the box caused lights to burn out in his house and caused his hair to fall out. Wow. Jason Haxton, who's the director of the Museum of Osteopathic Medicine in Kirksville, Missouri, Mm. had been following Netsky's blogs regarding the box, and when he was ready to get rid of it, Netsky sold it to Haxton. Who are these crazy people who Who want want the box? Right? So, Haxton wrote The Dybbuk Box and claimed that he subsequently developed strange health problems, including hives. Way to go. Right? Hives, coughing up. You couldn't pay me. If you were like, here's $5,000, but you have to keep this box in your house that likely contains a demon. Like, no. 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 I'll pass. I'm fine. Thanks. Get out of here. Um, So he, sorry, he developed strange health problems, including hives, coughing up blood, and head to toe welts. Like, same. Haxton (laughs) consulted. JK, JK, JK. Cool, 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 cool. cool. It just feels like that sometimes. It be be that sometimes. I knew you were going to say that. Haxton consulted with rabbis to try and figure out a way to seal the Dybbuk into the box again. 
Apparently, he was successful, so he took the freshly resealed box and hid it in a secret location, which he would not reveal. Later, he donated this box to Zach Baggins of Ghost Adventurers to display in his museum. Mm. I wonder if that's where that Annabelle doll was kept. No, that's in the Warrens Museum. It is in the Warrens Museum. Yeah. Oh, right, right, It's right. in their personal We gotta museum. talk about them. Yeah. Uh, there was a skeptic named Chris French, and he was the head of the animalist, Anomalistic Phys... Oh, my God, no. Animalistic Psychology Research Unit at Goldsmiths College. And he told an interviewer that he believed that the box's owners were already primed to be looking out for bad stuff. If you believe you've been cursed, then inevitably you explain the bad stuff that happens in terms of what you perceive to be the cause. Put it like this, I'd be happy to own this object. The term is now uh, used... Oh, so the term Dybbuk box is now just used to... Uh, refer to any box. any box or item that is supposedly holding a Dybbuk. Yes. And that's the story of the Dybbuk box. And that's it. Cool. Yeah. Well, it was. It was cool. Yeah. It was pretty <laughs> cool. I still don't understand why all these people wanted Continue. to have it. Right. Um, and so this guy's basically saying there was like a placebo effect that they all got hives. Yes. Yeah. And died yeah. from it. From, got they strokes. were all going to die on their own from... They all got strokes. Strokes. They all had hives. They all coughed up blood. It's fine. Yeah, that's normal. It's normal. I was already predisposed for that stuff, so. Everyone is. Yeah, everyone is. (laughs) Everyone is. (laughs) Listen, everyone coughs up blood. (laughs) Everyone. Everyone. My ex-boyfriend told me it was normal, so it's fine. (laughs) Cool. So, all right. He was also a cocaine addict, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> unrelated, unrelated. Yeah. Like, it's fine. He's a cocaine addict. He was also a cocaine addict, so let's just chill. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Okay. Okay. It's so your turn. Are we do- okay, it's my turn. Yeah. All right. So mine has um hopefully a more positive outcome. Yeah, yours is a nice one. Um, but it's kind of I need to give some context um before I go into it. So, um, basically, I'll I'll preface this by saying that um I didn't or still I'm quite skeptical of 
uh, paranormal and ghosts and spirits, mostly out of my own fear of them. Right. Um, because I feel like if I acknowledge them, that they will somehow present themselves. Yeah, that makes sense. So I just try and just push push that away. Yeah. However, because certain things in my life have happened, it's hard for me to deny their existence because um, things have occurred that go beyond just coincidence. Right. Um, or I've told myself that it's coincidence and then bigger things to prove that they're not coincidence have happened. So basically, um, I'll start with, um, five years ago, about four and a half years ago. So mm -hmm. June, um, 24, I believe it's been that long. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Okay. Um, so June, 2014, um, I received a call saying that, um, well, actually it was a message, but, uh, saying that my father had passed away unexpectedly of a drug overdose. So, um, my father and I had a bit of an estranged relationship, but we like loved each other and it wasn't, we weren't on bad terms. We just didn't see each other very much yeah. because, um, I knew that he just wasn't living a healthy lifestyle and I right. didn't think that it was healthy for me. So Good anyway, so, um, that was, came as a bit of a shock and yeah. it was unfortunate because, I never really got to make peace with his passing um, or with him before his passing is what um, I meant. And yeah. um, before he died, he was actually um, incarcerated for six months for parking tickets. Shut up. I did not know. <laughs> yeah. That. So he was in jail for six months because he couldn't pay the outstanding fines. And um, anyway, so he was literally released and did drugs the day he was released and passed away. Oh my gosh. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. Happened. Within I'm 24 sorry. hours, he, yeah, he had overdosed because he wasn't used to getting the amount of drugs that he could get in on the street and in jail. He didn't have access to it. Wow. So anyway, um, so that was a, a it was tough because I don't, I didn't at the time believe in the afterlife or in really anything to do with post mortem, you right. know, dying and things going on after that. So I was kind of just like, all right, well, he, he's gone. Right. And I have to just resolve myself to that. Right. Um, that weekend, which was, um, Canada Day weekend, it, I got a, I was currently, um, working a job that I hated and I was pretty much like, I need, I need a new job like ASAP. And I had applied. I don't know if it was the same day or same week or the day after, regardless, it was very close. Yeah. And so I applied to this job thinking it was a, it was right across the street from where I was living. So it was okay. like, this would be a dream. I would be able to walk across the street, be at my job yeah. and it was uh, higher pay, better position, all this stuff. I thought it was completely out of like, not going to happen. So when I applied and then my father died and I know that it happened shortly after he passed, I got an email saying that the boss of this company wants to meet with you and interview you. Right. Can you come in basically within 24 hours? And I was like, all right. So I went and, uh, the guy offered me a job on the spot. Wow. And I was like, okay, 
this is weird, mm-hmm. but I, I, I didn't really think too much about it. But then when I went walking out of the building, I was like, holy shit. Like yeah. my dad is probably saying like, I right. need to help her out. Like, right. let's get her going. Like, mm-hmm. let's do something like, but I didn't, I was like, Hey, like, I don't believe in this stuff. I'm just going to let it like pass right. and, and not chalk it up to just right. that. But it was just a thought in my head that I was like, okay, maybe he's looking out for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially too, because like, you know when you're going to get a job. Like you're never like, right. like I feel like what, especially or when Or at least you, confident a little bit in yeah, like the like, position. I yeah. Like I was not qualified That's crazy. for this job. Like yeah. I had done nothing. It was a copywriting wow. position. Yeah. And all my experience was in communications and like PR. Right. And it wasn't in advertising. Right. Or like copywriting. Mm-hmm. And like it was just, and it was like a $20,000 jump in Jesus salary. Christ, yeah. And I was like, what the actual fuck so that happened and it was so close like like my dad had just passed so I was like okay this is pretty crazy um and then years passed I don't like I don't really look for signs like I don't look for signs for things so Mm -hmm. things could have probably happened that I never really thought like to look at and go oh that was him or anything like that right but um so I went through a breakup about a year and a half ago and, and moved back in with my mom. And, um, my mom, I love my mother dearly, but we do not get along living under the same roof. Mm -hmm. And my dad and I are both Leos and we both have had the same conflict with my mom. Um, so my dad and I kind of got each other when it came to like, what we hear. Yes, exactly. So I can only imagine that if he was watching what I was going through, he was probably like, oh my God, like this poor girl, like get her out, get her out. (laughs) So at the time I was looking for a home and, um, I did not have enough save for this, for, for anything on the market. Yeah. I had, um, I had to think $35,000 saved Mm -hmm. and then I had four, $15,000 in, in, um, RSPs that were okay, saved yeah. over. So and you can I, take those out when you're a first time homeowner. You can paying a penalty. I right. Think. Yeah. You can't. So I had fifty thousand dollars. Right. Basically. Um, not many things in this area no. require just a fifty thousand dollar down payment for twenty percent. And my mom was basically like, You're not buying unless you have the full twenty percent. Right. Um, you're not gonna pay interest on the house, like I don't want that, blah blah mm-hmm. blah. You might as well just live here and keep saving. So I was like, fuck, man, like I need to get out. What am I going to do? And um, so I had mentioned a street that I was looking at and my mom mentioned it to her coworker who lived on that street or in that area. And like three days later, he's like, I've got a property for you. You have to come see it. It's not for sale yet. Um, but they had a garage sale and they said they were going to, they were about to list it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he's like, I've got a buyer for you. Like let her come see it, whatever. So I went and I got there and like, it was, it ticked a lot of my check boxes. And, um, I was like, okay, uh, how, like, what do you want for it? Like what? And so they were asking for three eighty. Okay. I think 380 without putting it up, like without real estate fees, right? right? They would have listed it That's for 400,000. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I was like, okay, uh, 380, like I've got to do the roof. I've got to do whatever. Right. Um, so I offered 370. Now you know how much I fucking paid for my house. But yeah, um, anyway, so I offered 370, which meant that I needed $75,000 as, as a down, down payment. payment. So that's the key number here. So I needed $25,000 more than I actually had, right? which I was willing to, um, my mom was at the time, not really willing, yeah, but was basically like, we'll take it out of our retirement, retirement. and help you out. Yeah. But that day when I went home and like explained everything to her, she suddenly was like, what do you mean you only have $50,000 saved? I thought you had more than that. And I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, you knew that. Yeah. I'm like, how do you expect me to pay for this house? Right. And she was like, well, I don't know. Like, I don't know. And like, was like. As if like 50,000 isn't a lot of money. To right. To say, to have saved. Yourself, right. Right. Without any help from a like significant. Amount. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. And you know, I adore your mom. Yes. I mean, it's just like. But she was being like, she yeah. knew this. And then she was like, oh, I thought you had more. And I was like, where and where, how would I have more yeah. than that? Yeah. So, um, anyway, uh, so I was just like devastated, like crying right. on my back porch. Right. And it was summer and, or spring and, um, like the wind was blowing and stuff. And I was like, honestly, someone help Like yeah. I was like, someone help me out of this situation. I like I was been doing that literally like weeks. Yeah. Literally looking at the sky going, somebody please yes. help me. Like, yes. Help, me. Help, help me figure this out. Yeah. Help please. me help. Cause I'm like, when am I going to get an opportunity yeah. Like, like this like again. I, I understand the desperation that there was been so much again. desperation. Yeah. So, um, crying, whatever. Next day, I get a call from my brother. No, yeah. I get a Facebook message from my brother saying it's done. And I'm like, what? What's done? I'm like, what's done? I'm like, this kid wants money. Like, right. what do you mean? Like, he got fired again from his job. Right. Whatever. Right. So he's like. He's like, the lawsuit is done. And I'm like, what do, you, what do you mean? Like, he's like, dad's lawsuit, it's done. We like, we got it. And I was like, okay. Um, so to explain this, when I was two or three years old, my dad um, hurt his back on a job yeah. and filed a lawsuit against his employer at the time saying that they owed him for disability and, and things like that. Right. And basically his lawyer told him, if you go back to work, you will not get the, like the insur insurance will fight it right. your whole life. Right. Because you are able to work because you're able to work. Yeah. So this is one of the reasons why he basically didn't work and turned to drugs right. and a lot of things, not that he wouldn't have done that anyway, yes, but yes. it was, it was basically like, okay, I need to, you know, I can't work. So everything I'm doing is basically sketchy. Right. Um, so I was like, okay, so for 30 years, like for 27 years waiting for this lawsuit to get, Jesus. to pay out, he would promise me that he would pay for my university. My first year of university didn't happen. Didn't get the lawsuit. Other things happened, nothing. So day after I, I had put in the offer on the house for 370. So I needed the $25,000. Right. And my brother, um, like, I'm like, okay. So I'm, I'm like, call me. Like, I don't understand. Like how much is it? So he's like, 
25. I'm like, 25 what? He, I'm like, 2,500. Like, you know, yeah. he's like, 25,000. I'm like, all together? Like, for me and you For me split. and you to split? And he's like, no, each. And I'm oh like, gosh. are you kidding me? Oh my gosh. I'm like, you're not, I'm like, you're not fucking with me right now. And right. he's like, no, I'm not fucking with you right now. Oh my gosh. I'm like shaking outside of my work. Like, don't know what to do. I'm like, yeah. Mark, like that's my brother's name. Yeah. I'm like, Mark, you don't understand. I just put an offer on a house and I need $25,000. Oh my gosh. To pay, to pay, to, to put pay the, the down rest. payment. Yeah. And he was like, are you kidding? I'm like, this is insane. Oh like, my gosh. How, how this happened. So like, obviously I didn't believe him until like I saw the check, the physical check and everything. Yeah. And I was just like, and I was like driving home. I'm like, I don't know where you are, dad, but like, you're like, you yeah. got, like this can't be just nothing, you know, coincidence. Yeah. And so I got the check deposited, got cleared. the down payment, cleared all of it. Oh my God. And got my house. And then- I, the first, you know, when people say like, was it nickels or dimes or whatever, or like spirits literally walked in the house and like picked something up. Oh yeah. And a dime fell. And I was like, that's, it's so random. It is dimes by the way. Yeah, it is dimes. It is dimes. So it was a dime and it fell out of like nowhere. Cause you a dime. Yeah. Cause I'm a dime. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. And then my my stepdad was in the garage, mm-hmm. and he kept finding dimes. Oh my god! And it was it was just so it was just so yeah. weird. So anyway, um, moral of the story is I think my dad helped me with buying my I house. I think so. I think it's I think like and your job and my job yeah and my job I, and that was kind of like I can I was like okay the job thing was like a one-time a thing and maybe a coincidence possibly. yeah for sure but then this was like the exact amount of money that you needed it was just like it the, the like a, the timing of it all the very next day the very next day yeah yeah that's that's your dad that's your dad just saying hey and, sorry I couldn't help you while I was here but like I can now so he, here you go yeah and you like know? yeah and he couldn't he couldn't help me while he was here so it was like yeah. he's trying to like do everything he can um yeah. to and like the the people I bought it from when I told them that story they were just like over the moon like Aww. couldn't have been happier I was like, gonna be like did they call you a psycho or were they no <laughs> they were like super they were like really spiritual Aww. and they were just like oh my god it was meant to be like we That's we so feel cute. so much better about giving you this house knowing that oh my god I love it so he's probably here right now listening to this probably oh my god imagine <laughs> he like we hear him go <laughs> <laughs> He'd be a bit more enthusiastic than that, but, you know. <laughs> like the fucking ghost that whispered in my ear. Yeah. So that's my long ass story. About. It wasn't long at all. It was perfect. I was actually okay. a perfect amount of time. Okay, cool. Um, the only thing that we're really, really, we really have left is the reader submission, submi- submission story. Okay. So this one was sent, just came across your podcast and I'm in love and totally hooked on it. I live in Oregon, about an hour south of Eugene. Uh, I lived most of my childhood in California where almost all of my experiences occurred. So I have quite a few of them. So I'm just going to give you one today and I apologize because it is kind of long. When I was about 14 or 15, I lived in a small town in the San Bernardino Mountains. One night I had a sleepover and my two friends and I decided to play with a Ouija board. I know, I know. What in the actual <laughs> fuck were we thinking? Yeah, what were yeah, you thinking? what the fuck were you thinking? Anyway, we played with it for about an hour and we even closed it after we were done, thought nothing more of it and went to bed. 
At about 2 a.m., we all woke up to loud noise. Even my dad woke up. We looked all around the house for whatever it could have been, and we found nothing and chalked it up to raccoons in the attic or something. The next day, having forgotten all about the loud noise, we were hanging out talking about how we should have another sleepover as it was summer break. When we thought we heard, oh, when we thought we heard my dad come home from work, he would bring his work tractor in through the back gate and park it in the backyard, and we all saw him doing just that. We gave him some time to park the tractor before we bum-rushed him, begging for another sleepover. After about 10 minutes, we all ran to the backyard to find that no one was there. No tractor and no dad. We all just stood there in shock and silence and went back through the house and out the front door and walked down the street to one of their houses and waited for my dad to actually get home. After he got home, we all told him what happened and he brushed it off as kids just being kids. He agreed to another sleepover and we forgot all about what had happened earlier. Fast forward to later in the afternoon. We were playing Snake with my Nokia cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> Love that game. I did. That wasn't in service when my dad had called for dinner. We left the phone on my bed and went to eat. After dinner, I went to grab my phone. The screen was lit up and it read recording finished. Whoa. I was like, what the fuck? No one was in here and we weren't even playing with the recorder. I pressed play. Dot, dot, dot. <gasps> and this still scares the shit oh out of God. me. In the most static, demonic, deep, dark voice you could fathom, it said, Krista, get out. I literally started crying and ran to show my dad. My dad, my friends, and I shit ourselves. <laughs> She's like, I actually fucking shit. We had to clean it up, run away. Yeah. <laughs> but one of my friends went home right after that because she was terrified. Obviously, if that ever happened and I was at like your house and that happened, I'd, no, be, I'd like, be like, peace. Goodbye. Never. Never. See you never. But my other friends stayed real MVP. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We stayed up watching funny movies with the light on for as long as we could. We finally fell asleep and woke up again around 2 a.m. and heard what sounded like talking and classic rock music in the living room. Almost like a Ghosts party. Ghosts always love classic rock. They love classic rock. Yeah. They fucking play it all the time. They're like Aerosmith. Yeah. Done. Like what else is cla what's classic rock? <laughs> like, like ACDC or like, like. Yeah. They just. They Van love. Halen. They love hearing that. I don't know if any of these are love, classic they love hearing that axe. They love Yeah, they love Axel Rose. <laughs> like a guitar. Like oh, the axe. Oh, also, also, also Axel Rose. Rose. <laughs> Sweet child of mine? Come on. That's, that's classic rock. Doesn't he it? sing that Sweet Caroline? No. <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, okay. Well, you didn't You know, look he like sings you were. that Sweet Child of Mine, Sweet Caroline, you know, that guy. <laughs> I almost barfed a little. Uh, guns, guns and Axel Roses. That's the one, right? <laughs> yeah, that that mashup band. That, yeah, we thought my dad had friends over, so we quietly snuck into the hallway and peeked around the corner, only to see a pitch black living room and the sounds of my dad snoring in his room. No party, no people, no music. We panicked and ran back to my bedroom and barricaded the door. The next morning when I woke up, I was at the foot of the bed with my feet hanging off and my ankles were on fire. I looked, I like, I'm picturing them actually like, like combusted in flames. in flames. I see flames, like the emoji flame, just. I <laughs> <laughs> just like stickers. I was going to say like a sticker. <laughs> 
I looked, this is not funny. This is scary. No, it's so scary. Down, I looked down at my ankles and both had handprint bruises oh, around them. I love that. That's terrifying. I woke my friend up to show her to make sure I uh, wasn't crazy. Um, I showed my dad. He freaked out so badly. He took my friend straight home and took me to my aunt's house until he could have someone cleanse the house. Things continued even after the cleansing, but it's not a part of this story, so I'll save it for another day. Moral of the story, I totally forgot. Moral of the story, don't play with a Ouija board. Okay. I forgot that she was playing, was playing with a Ouija, Ouija board. board. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks, lady. P.S. I have way more stories about this house as well as others. Let me know if you want more. And that's it. That's the story. That's the story. <laughs> That's the story. Okay. That's it. You guys. Well, that's showbiz, baby. That's showbiz, (laughs) baby. I had to drop it in there somewhere. I know. You were so excited about that. Yeah. Thank you for making it through this episode. And then, yeah. (laughs) Hopefully you made it through. Hopefully you guys made it through. Thank you for making it through, Nicolina. No worries. And um, I'm at my house, so I can't go anywhere. Yeah. Fucking got you cornered, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) ghosts to me baby <laughs> um, uh, that's it guys stay spooky thanks bye oh uh, no I lied what? that's not it I'm so sorry Why? I just wanted to reiterate you can follow us on social media we already said that no I know but like reiterate it and oh we're reiterating it's fine paranormal pod on Instagram paranormal pod underscore on Twitter uh, patreon.com slash paranormal pod and also our gmail is paranormalpod at gmail.com email us your stories dm us your stories we're gonna pick the best one to read at the end of each recording or each episode that we record um, and also please rate review and subscribe because um it's important and i think reviews are the most important ones so if you could do those that would be great that's it now you can stay spooky and see you next week. Goodbye. <laughs> or two weeks. Bye. Butchered. <laughs> wow. <laughs>Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.